As we are famous for here at PT Talker, we like to talk to physical therapists who work in all different kinds of areas that involve physical therapy. And our guest today works in an area, education. Someone uh, that I'm interested to bring to you on the next episode of PT Talker. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is PT Talker, presented by Advantage Medical. The aim of this podcast is to expose physical therapists to unique and innovative ideas to help grow their business. Each broadcast will introduce you to new concepts that will save you time, provide a better patient outcome, or lower your cost. And now, the host of PT Talker, Jeff Worrell.
Okay. Now, you're vice president of the pediatric section. Obviously, you're dealing with um, pediatric patients primarily. But how would you um, how would you address our listeners who might not have any understanding that you know the the, the, tr- the traditional PT might go to an orthopedic clinic or to a neuro clinic or work in a hospital coming out of school? What what um, how would you entice them to consider your area of physical therapy? School practice and early intervention practice is very, it is very unique. Um, the challenge for someone who's new, of course, is that you work pretty independently. I mean, we have colleagues, of course, people that work on our staff, but when you're in a school, you're the only physical therapist in that particular school. So sometimes that's a little challenging, say, for a new grad, but if you enjoy working with children and enjoy making a difference in their lives, uh, you really get the benefit of that when you work with children in these two environments. And the relationship building. Lots of our school therapists have started working with children in preschool, and they work with them all the way up to when they graduate from high school. And that's a unique opportunity. Uh, you don't get to do that in too many practice areas. Yeah, exactly. That definitely just dawned on me that, uh, you know, you might see a patient for six weeks and then they're gone. You're actually seeing patients for years. Yes, we can be, um, absolutely, and that's one of the things that makes it really fun. I know when I was still seeing uh, students myself, unfortunately I don't really have the opportunity to do that anymore because of my role here, but starting with kids that were in third grade and then being present in the audience when they graduated from high school and see them off to college. I mean, that's really what our work is all about is to help these children develop the skills so they could become you know, productive, successful adults in the working world or uh, attending school or in the job place. Now, let's move over to um, your role as vice president uh, for the pediatric section for APTA. Big deal. What would you say are some of the areas that are um, commanding your attention right now in the section what, what, what is there anything keeping you up at night? What's the outlook look like for pediatrics? What are you guys focused on in that section? I think like any of the other sections, uh, a big focus is reimbursement and concerns about the rollout of healthcare.gov and what Obamacare will bring to the practice of physical therapy. Unfortunately, because of the practice area that I'm in, and in Maryland, we're a birth mandate state, we really don't do any billing here, so it's not part of my day-to-day life. So I listen carefully, but more from the periphery, because it doesn't factor onto my my day-to-day work. But I think for the practice of PEDS, it's developing the evidence to support what we do, and uh, translating the knowledge uh, into practice that the research is now providing us. And there's a big focus in the section on knowledge translation, research, and uh, making sure that our members have access to that. And so um, it, would you say that there's a long ways to go, or are you, do you have a good handle on creating that uh, evidence? I would say that our section has a very good handle on that. We have some folks in our section that are really experts in the whole concept of knowledge translation. And we have some internationally known researchers who are very active members of our section and have really made a difference through their research, uh, the practice of pediatric PT. 
uh, in early intervention uh, and in school and really in all of our practice settings. I mean, we practice in neonatology all the way through adults and adolescents um, with developmental disabilities. So you get this wide swash of, of um, you know, age span from the neonates, and we have an incredible group of people that are active in the neonatology. Special interest groups have done amazing work there, all the way through the adolescents, um, and we have some fabulous researchers who do amazing work there as well. Yeah. Now, just curious, um, this may be a, a kind of a dumb question, but would a physical therapist in school, in the, in the typical physical therapy program around the country, would they be exposed to pediatric patients or, um, you know, would, would, would they be trained or is this something that you have to acquire once you get out of school based on um, the knowledge that's out there now? Well, many of the physical therapy programs are approaching their curriculums uh, from a lifespan perspective. So when you study the musculoskeletal system, they start with birth, or actually they start in utero, and then they work through the, the age span into geriatrics. Um, there is usually pediatric content in all of the programs, and students do have the opportunity to go into pediatric affiliations. Uh, we take students here. We take physical therapists to students and doctor of physical therapy students here in our program. And so we expose them to what we do in school, which is unique from the perspective of we're not providing uh, clinical, quote, unquote, services. We're really looking at working with students and what they have to do to be successful in a classroom. And it sort of gives you a little bit of a different uh, perspective on working with students. So we work right in the classroom with the students and we develop their skills um, in the context of the things that they have to do in school, which is different from many of the other settings where you're working in a clinic and you may be working on something very specific, uh, strengthening or balance or whatever. We do it in the context of what kids are required to do it either at home or in school. Yeah. So, um, so based then on that response, can you paint a picture as to what the physical therapy area, room, department, uh, where you work, how it would be different and look different than, say, your typical PT, outpatient PT clinic? We don't usually have therapy rooms in school. We use the stairs to the to the stage. Uh, we work on balance, carrying a tray uh, loaded up with food items during lunchtime. Uh, we use the playground equipment to work on walking on uneven terrain and accessing playground equipment. And uh, we are pretty creative individuals. We work with our PE teachers uh, to help kids develop coordination and object manipulation. Uh, some schools have the luxury of having maybe a room where they could work on something specifically, but we always try to push it back into a classroom. Our early interventionists sometimes bring special toys or pieces of equipment in, but then they leave them behind for the families to use uh, so the child can develop the skill and the parents can become competent in implementing those strategies in the home so the children can continue to develop and gain those skills. So it's different from that perspective. We use what we can find. Um, I know there have been many times where I've just worked with stairs and uh, you know that go to a stage and work on jumping skills from jumping off of stairs or maybe a trampoline that's in the preschool room. Uh, so we tend to be pretty creative and uh, use what we can find. Very good. Well, excellent. Well, Sue, um, thank you for joining us on PT Talker and sharing 
a little bit for our listeners about the world that you operate in on a daily basis. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, and uh, happy holidays to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You've uh, been listening to Sue Cessary. She is a physical therapy instructional specialist for the uh, Prince George's County Public School. She's also the vice president of the pediatric section and uh, working hard to make things better for all physical therapists who are working in pediatrics. So thank you for that, Sue. And um, you're in the uh, Washington, D.C. metro area, Washington, D.C. metro. If someone wanted to reach out or ask you a question, do you have an email you might offer? Um, They can go on to the the pediatric section website, and my email address is there. It it is susan.cecere at prince.georgescountypublicschools.org. Perfect. Okay, great. All right, awesome. And want to remind all of our listeners that you can certainly hear previous episodes of PT Talker at, on iTunes or subscribe to our weekly episodes where we bring an expert just like Sue Cessary to you by going to www.pttalker.com. This is Jeff Worrell. I hope that this information will help you help someone get well today. PT Talker is a presentation of Advantage Medical, bringing you business news and ideas for therapists. Join us each week for new concepts to help you grow your rehabilitation business. To listen to previous episodes, visit us on the web at pttalker.com or on iTunes.